Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. We're recording today just after spending Thanksgiving together. We had Thanksgiving at Shayna's house with all of her family and extended family and Brian's amazing family who we're obsessed with and love so much. And (laughs) Steffi came to Thanksgiving with us and we talked about astrocartography like the whole time and human design. It was so amazing. And Mm -hmm. we just really wanted to talk about like Thanksgiving, it's it's actually one of our favorite holidays. And mm-hmm. it's not because of the history, of course. Like we are reclaiming that holiday and really like letting that be an intentional day to spend time with their family and to fully embody gratitude. Because I feel like that's such a commonly accepted theme, like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Let's go around and share what we're grateful for. But Actually, that idea is so profound and it's one of the most powerful things that we can do with our Mm -hmm. voice and with our time is to really practice gratitude. And like as overrated as it is, it is still completely underrated if you ask Mm -hmm. us. Totally. Yeah. Because gratitude is the highest vibration that you can embody when you are expressing gratitude or even just thinking of things that you're grateful for and sharing that with other people amplifies it 10 times more. And then everyone is just vibrating at a higher level when you're truly expressing gratitude, right? Not when you're just being caught up in the chaos of the day and you're just going through the motions and you play games and then you're done. But when you're really just allowing yourself to feel gratitude with the people that you love, it's so powerful. And it's, that's why it's our favorite holiday and really just taking the time to sit and feel, feel gratitude in your body, in your bones, in your being, in your energy, connected to all of the people around you, regardless of the things between you. Cause I know family events can be stressful for some people and can be chaotic or can be nervous, but even giving gratitude for that and just saying, I'm grateful that I get to feel annoyed with this person, (laughs) or I'm grateful that I get to feel frustrated with this person, or I'm grateful that I get to feel that people might be inconsiderate or whatever it is. Cause I know family dynamics are, are different for each and every person, but even just taking a minute to say, I'm grateful to feel annoyed because that feeling of being annoyed at somebody is something that someone else would would love to have because maybe they lost a family member or because maybe they are growing up in poverty and this feeling that you have is something that they would cherish. So, um, or is a privilege. So even just saying, I'm grateful to feel like I can't stand my family, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. sounds so crazy. But when you choose gratitude and when you decide to say, okay, I'm changing this from feeling like I'm being attacked or I'm stressed, or I'm overwhelmed with the day to say, I'm grateful for that. You instantly vibrate higher. You instantly just feel lighter and you feel connected and you feel present. And, um, yeah, so that's what we are, we are choosing to bring into our lives every time that we're in a family gathering, but especially on Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. making it this really present, grateful event. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Like with, with family, I, I mean, everyone can tell you like family is one of the biggest lesson givers that we have in our lifetime. It's a really mm-hmm. powerful relationship to be like physically family with someone, not just like your soul family or your friends that are around you, but actually like your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. It's a really intense karmic relationship between family. Mm-hmm. 
But the thing is that your soul chose your mother and your father and your siblings for a reason. And that reason is to teach you and to be a lesson giver for all of the ways that you need to learn in this lifetime. So I've had, you know, a really difficult relationship with my dad. He's not the easiest person in my whole life, you know? And the when I was able to switch to say, I know that I chose him for a reason because I want to learn these lessons. My soul came to this earth to feel sometimes this sadness, sometimes this pain, but also this love and growth. And I can be grateful for that. And that gratitude shifts everything. It brings you mm-hmm. into really embodying these lessons and growing and feeling and like life is not about only ever feeling good. It's about like feeling these growth and feeling the, the lessons that we have really deeply and profoundly and letting them change you and letting them grow. And there's so much beauty in that and so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just want to tell everyone too, that at Shana's Thanksgiving, it was so good. There was like a little kid's table because everyone couldn't fit at the one table and at the kids table this year was just me my husband Jared and Steffi who you guys know from the podcast and our kids table was lit (laughs) it was the best kids table I've ever been in in my life like we were just laughing the whole time and like also crying because we were like away from our family and every like thing that we would laugh about like it would bring us back to like (laughs) the orphan table but it was so good I'm so grateful for that yeah, you guys had the dogs too. Yeah. Like <laughs> the dogs are over at the kids' table too. It's so funny. Yeah, no, I I honestly I feel grateful for being grateful. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. for being able to be with everyone and feel grateful. And you know what you were saying about your dad? Like literally I just got off the phone with the hospital and my dad's in the ICU and my first reaction is to say like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Like, you know what I need to go do that. I shouldn't record a podcast. I shouldn't, um, work today. I should go and I should fly out there. I should figure it all out. But I, I stopped that like mental chaos and mental anxiety and those shoulds and the shoulds. And I got really present and I said, you know what? I'm grateful that I get to take care of my dad. I'm grateful that I get to, you know, advocate for him. I'm grateful that the doctors call me and that I get to stand up for what he needs. And I'm also, there's nothing that I can do in this present moment. I have to wait a few hours for them to call me back. So instead of being 50 steps ahead in my mind of what ifs or being swirling in all of these feelings that are not present, I really can just say, okay, let me be in this present moment. And I am grateful that I get to have this experience with my dad that I get to walk him through or be beside him and that I'm grateful that I get to have these emotions and these feelings. And I'm also grateful that I get to be present and choose gratitude. Like I'm grateful that I get to choose gratitude, which that sounds weird, but it's true. And I just wanted to share that because I feel like, um, It applies to so many things in our lives, whether it is an emergency or whether it is something small and annoying, or it is something that just slightly threw our day off to really just say, okay, I'm choosing to be present because it's, it's sometimes it's not easy. Your emotions tell you that you shouldn't, or, um, the world tells you that you shouldn't, or your anxiety tells you that you shouldn't, but you have to say, okay, I choose to be present right now. Am I safe? Am I Am I capable? Am I here? Am I expressing gratitude? And then you get to choose whether or not you want to express gratitude or not. So, um, it's, it's just, it's a lesson to me in my awareness of observing how I'm choosing to embody the highest vibration of my, my gifts and my awareness. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think I only to this point now because of human design and because Mm -hmm. of choosing to have awareness and choosing to be present each and every day, it really is um, applied in real life, in real time here Mm -hmm. and now. And it's amazing to see, right? Mm -hmm. Like see it in real time. Like, okay, whoa, all of this work I've done has really supported me right now in this moment. Mm, So powerful. Yeah. And like, This is, you know, what you're going through right now with your dad, like it's a big thing. It's one of the 
biggest lessons that you'll go through in your life. And to be able to meet this adversity with this much gratitude and awareness, like this is something that could potentially rock you away from your entire core. But instead, it's Mm -hmm. making you dive deeper into your core and deeper into love and deeper into your empowerment as like a spiritual being in this world. And it's really like it's so beautiful. And it's not that there's like less pain or that being gratitude, being grateful is going to protect you from feeling what you feel. It's Mm -hmm. just that it helps you feel it with this like realness. Like I am here and I feel this and I accept this. And there's so much beauty and so much power in that. Even Mm -hmm. if it's something really challenging or sad or painful, there's still beauty there. And that is why we are here as a human being. Like we, our souls chose to be human, to feel all these feels. We didn't come here to be human, to only ever feel one thing. Mm -hmm. We came here to feel it all and to grow and to learn. And this is literally the school of life. And, you know, if you can meet those lessons with love and gratitude, you are winning. You're doing it. Like That's what you're here for. And it's perfect to talk about on this episode, because that's what this episode's all about, is Mm -hmm. about embracing your highest vibrations of your energetic gifts Mm -hmm. and releasing the lowest vibrations and really knowing what those are. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll get into that and how that is um, applicable in your chart and in, Mm -hmm. you know, real time and what that all means. So without further ado, let's just dive in to, to the channels and the gates and like what all of this means. Yeah. So your, each person, you know, has their human design and you're, you're looking at your body graph Um, You can see all of your different chakra centers and then how they're connected with those lines that are either white or red or black. And that's the full picture of the body graph. And you can see from if you zoom out what your type is and what your strategy is and what your authority is. And it's really important and powerful to know those things. But today we're kind of focusing in on the channels and gates that connect those centers. And those channels and gates are actually the thing that makes up your design and tells you which type you are. So if you don't have your chart and you're listening to this, we encourage you to go online, like stop where you are, go online and get your chart from mybodygraph.com, enter in your birthday and a specific time information, and then come back to this with your chart. But anyways, you're, make sure you're looking at your chart and you can see all of your channels and your gates. So what channels and gates are, are qualities or gifts or traits that are inherent to your true self in this physical incarnation, in this lifetime. So all of your channels and gates are activated from the planetary placement from the time that you're born, and also from about 88 days before you're born, which is your subconscious channels and gates. So all of those little red and black like lines in between your chakras that either are just one half of the line or that they completely fill up with red or black the entire line. Those are your traits. Those are your qualities that you are here in this lifetime to give to the world and to be in the world. And the red gates or channels are subconscious And the black gates or channels are conscious personality traits within you. And the ones that are a mix of red and black, either striped or half and half, those are both subconscious and conscious. And everyone's job in this lifetime, kind of like your sacred job, if you will, is to lean in to all of these channels and gates that you have in your true energy and to be those qualities out in the world as much as you can in everything you do. So it can be in your career, but also just in everything you do, in every day, in every conversation you have with people to be these qualities and traits. Um, and that really is your life purpose. And so these quali- these gates and channels, they make up your cross of incarnation. They're the thing that tells you if your centers are defined or not, and thus what energy type you are. So they're really um, powerful to know, but they're also super specific because there's so many different variations of them. Each one of your gates and channels are really here to be a gift to this world and to be a quality that helps people and helps the world become a better place. 
But the tricky thing is that each one of these gates and channels has, like we were saying before, either a high expression, a high vibration, or it can have a low vibration. And so they can be gifts, but they also can be fears or things that are unhelpful or unuseful to yourself and to the world at large. And that's why getting a reading from anyone is um, really, really helpful and important because for instance, your unconscious or your subconscious gates, those are ones that you necessarily don't know um, if that you're doing or that you have to support you in your life. And your conscious gates might be, you know, you're told about them and you're like, oh yeah, I see that. I, I do do that. I can see how I can embody the highest vibration. But the subconscious gates, you might not necessarily know about yourself, but other people might be able to see really clearly in you. So being able to differentiate, if you will, or decide, you know, what energetic gifts are inherent to you, what your channels mean, what your gates mean, what it means um, for you consciously and subconsciously, and what's the highest vibration and what's the lowest vibration and what do you choose to embody of this, this trait of this gift. And a lot of the things you might already be embodying, you might already be putting into practice in your life. Um, but getting a reading can kind of say, okay, this is here. It is. I have been doing this. Let me lean into it more. How can I apply this in every aspect of my life, whether I'm talking with my kids or working or eating lunch with a friend or, you know, doing homework or listening to music or meditating, like, how can I apply this in every aspect of my life, whether it is conscious or subconscious? How can I have more awareness for the gifts that are mine? So that way, I'm not trying to force myself to be something that I'm not um, mm -hmm. force myself to have gifts that I see other people have, but instead embrace the gifts that I already have. So that way I can succeed and flourish more in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're looking at your body graph, you know, your gates and channels, like we said, are either black or red everywhere in those lines that connect your chakra centers, anywhere that's white is something that other people might have, but that you inherently on your own are not here to constantly be that trait or quality out in the world. And so there's, you know, these two different sides of human design. One side is really having awareness of what we are not here to be, deconditioning from thinking we have to be everything and letting go of the things that we're not, you know, if we are not supposed to be um, super competitive or uh, make commitments long-term to let go of that, to say, that's not what I'm here to consistently be in this lifetime. I may at times be that when I'm around certain people that fulfill those channels for me or when the sun is in certain placements, but like I consistently, when I'm alone by myself, am not here to exhibit these traits throughout my life. And so that's one side of it, what I'm not. And then the other side that we're talking about is what you are. These gates and qualities, you are here to consistently be these things in the world, to lean into them. And but once again, before your soul incarnates into this lifetime, you kind of make these choices and these soul contracts in this lifetime, I'm going to be these things because it works in a greater scheme with all of the other people that are alive at this at the same time that are the other things. And together, if we all allow ourselves to be our unique, different selves, we complete this giant puzzle with each other and we become everything that humanity needs to be whole and to evolve and to be better. So it's really important. It's one of the most important things you can do to just stay in your lane and say, okay, these are the things that I am and how can I bring awareness to them and really accept them? Because there can, you know, for me, for example, I had certain gates and qualities that were subconscious for me that I didn't really realize that I was supposed to be those things in this world because I had have I had um, judgment against them. You know, I had my own stories that I had taken in from conditioning from people I have been around that these qualities or traits in myself were negative. And so I was putting a block against allowing myself to be them. 
And then having human design show me like, actually, you are this thing subconsciously, and it's your job to become friends with it and accept this quality in yourself. And that's, that can really unlock certain things about you because the thing is anything that you are, any gates that you have or, or channels that you have do have a highest potential and they do have a really useful meaning that you can give to this world. And so it's all about knowing them and then embodying the highest vibration. Mm -hmm. I just want to clarify what it means to identify with something and to not identify with something because we had a few questions come in and this seems like a really good time to clarify that because your gates that you have that are lit up, that are colored either red or black or both, those are things that you can identify with and say, this is me. This is how I'm putting energy out all the time. Whatever those gates mean, whatever those traits are, those are your energetic gifts that you can say, this these are my gifts. This is what I can bring to every aspect of my life with ease, effortlessly. It just naturally flows out of me if I don't stop it, if I don't judge it. And it's for the good of myself and the world if I embody the highest vibration of these traits. And the areas that are white or not colored in, or even the centers in your body that are white or not colored in, those are areas where you take in and amplify when other people have those defined. So some people argue, well, then doesn't that mean that you're everything all the time and you're nothing all the time and it doesn't really matter? And no, that's not what it means. It means that, like I said before, the stuff that is colored in, that is yours to identify with all the time. It's consistent for you. And the stuff that is white and is amplified when you're around other people, that's for you to be able to say, ooh, I know what it feels like to have this, but I'm not going to cling on to it and give myself praise of that's how I need to be all the time. I'm now going to force myself to chase that high, to feel that all the time, to chase that energetic gift, just because I had it once. Now I want to make sure I have it forever, forever, because that is you forcing yourself to be something that you're not. Yes. You can have energetic gifts change when you're around other people because they're colored in when you're around them, because you're taking in and amplifying them. But the key is just to have the awareness and say, okay, I was like this when I was around these people. I was like this when I was working on this project with these people. I was like this when I was, you know, comforting my friend and feeling this from them. But I'm not going to force myself to say that is me. That is who I am. I need to be like that all the time. Because if you do, then you're going to be forcing your energy to be working in a way that it doesn't naturally work. And you'll experience exhaustion and burnout and fatigue in your body because you're chasing something that's not always consistent for you. So the, the purpose of this awareness is to say, okay, what is mine? What is not? What have I been forcing myself to chase because uh, I've been conditioned by other people and I want it to be mine, but it's not. How can I release that and embrace the, the energetic gifts that are consistent for me? So that way I can then have more ease in life because those things that are consistent for you are easy. And life tells you that if something's easy, then it's not, you know, you need to try harder and you need to do something that's not easy. But human design is here to say, no, those things that are easy for you, those are your energetic gifts that come naturally to you. And you're here to do those things because life is meant to be easy. It's not meant to be hard. And when you're experiencing things that are hard or things that bring resistance, that means that you're trying to force yourself to have definition or color in the areas of your chart that are not defined and not colored in. And they might've been for a moment and that's why you felt it and you're chasing it, but to just let it go and allow yourself to say, great, sometimes I am this and sometimes I'm not. And sometimes I'm like this and sometimes I'm like that. And that is, that's where the wisdom comes from in those white areas of I've experienced all of these very many different things in this area. I've experienced this gift here and there, but I don't experience it all the time. And that's the wisdom of those areas. So embracing both sides can only happen when you have awareness of both sides. And that's why it's so important to say, okay, I know what is inherently mine, what is consistent. And I know what is not consistent, but what is amplified and what comes through and what I'm wise in um, and what I can share with other people when I'm around them. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a whole journey, but it's, 
it's a worth it journey because mm-hmm. it makes life so much easier and so much more exciting and um, so much just in flow. Mm-hmm. We're so lucky to have human design in our lives. Like yeah. so lucky to be able to say, here's a manual of your sacred energy. And here are your traits that are subconscious. And when you identify with these and really lean into them, everything will happen for you and everything will work in ease and flow. Like that is such a gift. There is so much to be grateful for here. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to go into... All of this talk is really heady and kind of theoretical. So I want to go into some examples of channels. That way you guys can really get a feel of what we're talking about when we say traits, qualities that are inherent to you, what's the highest vibration and lowest vibration, et cetera. So for example, I wanted to talk about the channel of judgment. So if you're looking at your body graph on the bottom left-hand side, you see the spleen on the left and then the root chakra down in the middle, that bottom channel or line that connects the spleen to the root chakra on the left-hand side. That is channel 58 to 18, and that is the channel of judgment. So if you have that colored in with black or red, then you have that channel. You have this inherent gift in your energy. If you have it white, then that means you do not have this channel or energy. If you have one gate colored in or the other gate, if it's halfway filled, that means that you have either gate 58 or gate 18, but not a full connection to both. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at your body graph and you see that channel 18 to 58 completely colored in with black or red, then that means you have the channel of judgment. And that is a part of your energetic characteristics that you are here to embody in this lifetime. You're here to lean into, you're here to give this gift to the world, and you are here to use your free will to actively choose the highest vibration of this gift instead of the lowest vibration of this gift. So the highest vibration of the channel of judgment is a love for life and a spiritual desire to correct what isn't healthy and isn't working for the collective. So you're constantly, you have this gift or ability, this instinctual knowing to feel what needs to be corrected, what needs to be taken out and looked at and um, changed to help humanity reclaim the joy and love that we've lost by like living as a homogenized version of ourselves. So this channel, its highest expression really is the gift to be able to see things and be able to say, Hey, no, this thing that we're doing, it doesn't work. Let's change it so that we can all be better and that the world can work in a better way. And that truly is a gift. So if you have this channel and you're thinking of it, like, well, channel of judgment, like, I don't want to be judgmental. I'm judging myself for being judgmental. That's not, that's automatically going to be lowering your vibration, that judgment. And it's going to be forcing you into using the lower vibration of this channel, Mm -hmm. which is focusing it in on yourself and saying, what's wrong with me? Well, this is wrong with me. That's wrong with me. Well, I don't do this right. I don't do that right. And really just going in this downward spiral of focusing on everything that needs fixing and correcting in your life, in your personal being and, or focusing it on family members or loved ones and saying, you know, you always do this wrong. You always do that wrong. And you, if you just did this, it would be better. And that is real. You can really do this downward spiral with this channel of judgment if you focus it inward. And the highest vibration, it can happen literally in a set, split second just by changing your awareness to focusing it outwardly and allowing people to come to you and ask, you know, is there something wrong here? And then you say, yes, there is this A, B, C, and D. And mm-hmm. this is how you can fix it. And this is how everyone else will benefit from it. Mm-hmm. That's the highest vibration is to say, okay, I can see everything outside of myself and see what's not working and then help other people to fix it and correct it and make it better. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that just having that awareness can happen in a second. It's just a shift in your own being. It doesn't have to take years. You can literally just decide right now. Okay. I'm going to stop the self-talk, the self-sabotage, the self-judgment. And I'm going to instead just focus outward Mm -hmm. and say, okay, 
let me let people come to me to ask me what needs fixing and what's wrong. And then I'll tell them because I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My husband, Jared has this channel and I see him use it all the time. So, you know, we've talked about this before, but he's a rock climbing guide and he's constantly going on these like expeditions where you have all of these moving parts, right? For safety, you need all of these tools, like physical, um, carabiners and locks and ropes. And you need all of these things. And then you also need to check in to see how's everyone's physical energy doing. Like there's all these components. And if we don't have all of these things for this one task or project, it's not going to go well. So he can see instantly what isn't working here. What is this thing that needs to be corrected before we can move forward? And that's really a huge gift. It, it's such an amazing thing to, for him to be able to give that to people when they look to him as the leader and say, what's wrong here? What are we missing? What needs to be corrected before we can move forward? And um, so that's really a great use of that tool or of this um, channel for him. And on the contrary, you know, there's been times in his life where he hasn't had a project to naturally focus this gift out on because he's kind of in like a slower time with work or whatever. And then he starts to use this channel in against himself. Like what's wrong with me? What can I improve about myself and never really feeling satisfied with himself. And then I can say like, babe, this is the lowest vibration of this channel. Like how can you turn this back out on the world and focus it out for good? And just that awareness can literally lift him completely out of it. Um, out of living in that lowest vibration. And what's crazy about this channel, so that's why we really recommend getting a reading because all of the channels and gates are so in-depth. Like there's so much to know here and it's so useful because this channel is a projected channel. So even though Jared is a manifesting generator, this gift and, and quality that he is, is a projected channel. So that does mean like, that he needs to wait for people to recognize that he's the person they want to ask and then come to him and say, ask for his opinion here. And then he can use this gift and it will really be able to help and um, be received and make changes. But if he tries to force this gift on people without them inviting him, it can also be negatively received or not received at all. Um, So it's really important with all these channels to just know all of the details about them. And the more awareness you can have of each one of these traits and qualities within yourself, the more you can lean into the highest expression and use it for the good that it's meant to be used for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's interesting because you can use this trait on your business. You can use this trait on projects that you're working on with other people. And it can be really, really helpful, right? To say with your business, okay, what needs correcting? What needs fixing? Okay, this and this and this, let's make it better. And when it's your own project like that, that can be a really beautiful and helpful gift, especially if you're working on a project with a team. Um, And just to check yourself, like, okay, am I just finding faults to find faults or am I using this as the gift that it is of being able to see what needs correcting so everyone else can rise so this project can rise up so this project can succeed um so just checking in with yourself Mm -hmm. and then um the next channel or um gate that we want to talk about is gate 46 and that gate is the love of the physical self So Dana, do you want to talk about this gate a little bit? Yeah. So if you're looking at your body graph, this gate is in your G center, which is the big diamond in the middle of your body graph. It's the bottom right gate that uh, wants to connect that channel down to your sacral chakra. So this gate um, is a gift to be able, the highest expression of it is to be able to really, truly embody a sense of love for your physical body and a knowing that your body is your temple and that when you love your body, it's, it frees you up to love this physical experience of being a human being. So that's the highest expression of this gate. 
But the lowest expression of this exact same gate can be the exact opposite of not loving your body, of being unhealthy to your body and making unhealthy choices. Um, And, you know, this includes like being unhappy with your weight, having eating disorders, treating your body poorly as far as nourishing your body or um, not getting enough sleep, like all of these things. So a lot of people that have this gate, it's a really powerful gate when we see this one in someone's chart. Because a lot of people with this gate kind of go through the journey in their lifetime of the lowest expression of it. And then they rise above that low expression into the highest expression. So a lot of people that have gate 46 have been through a journey of not loving their body and not treating their body with respect and taking care of it. And then coming out of that, transcending that and rising up to the highest expression where they do love their body, they do treat their body with respect and then teaching and being a guide to other people of how to make that journey within themselves. So if you are in the lowest expression right now of this trait within yourself, that is 100% okay, right? Like we are here in this lifetime to learn. We're here in this lifetime to grow. We're not here to be perfect. We're here to have these lessons and to meet them with gratitude and grace and acceptance and love. So if you have this gate and you can see like, oh no, I think I'm living in the lowest expression, Go ahead and really feel that and get clear on why and give yourself gratitude for having the awareness of this and having that experience. And then when you're ready, you can start choosing to embody the highest expression. Start choosing to say, where in my life can I make changes to treat my body with respect, to love my body? Where in my life can I live in my highest vibration by following my strategy and authority, accepting myself, leaning into this gift to this quality, to this trait, instead of judging it or being in fear of it. Um, And when you can can greet Mm -hmm. this quality with love, that's when you naturally start to be able to embody the highest expression. And Mm -hmm. that is such a gift. Like a lot of people that have this gate, gate 46, um, become teachers and become personal trainers or health coaches or nutritionists. Um, And it's really, it's really a, a completely beautiful trait and quality to have, even though it has this, this expression of high and low. Um, and so it's all about your ability to rise to the top. Mm -hmm. And when you come to any fear that you're, that you now know, have awareness that you're living in, when you come to it with love, um, not necessarily changing it overnight, but just saying, wow, I do have this gate and I do have fear of my body. And I have been living in the lowest vibration of, you know, not treating myself well and judging my body and, um, not loving myself as I should. Um, and just to say, you know what, like, that's okay. I give love to that fear. And just that alone instantly helps you to rise towards that highest vibration of loving yourself, loving your body, accepting yourself as you are helping other people to love their themselves and their physical body as well. So just saying, you know what, I'm going to be easy on myself. I'm, I am here to, to in this lifetime to love my body fiercely. So that way I can help other people to do the same. And so if I'm not there right now, that's okay. And I'm not going to be so hard on myself. I'm just going to give love to myself and give love to the fact that i I haven't been loving my body and I'm going to make this journey. And I know that my potential is to fiercely love myself and my physical form. Um, And that's, that's the first step. Mm -hmm. So just the first step is always with any of these channels. If you're in fear, the first step is just to give love to that, Mm -hmm. to give gratitude to that and to then have awareness of what is my potential? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And that is why we love human design because we are really bringing that flavor to it. We want to know what we are so that we can rise, so that we can be the highest expression. So it is really, you know, someone could tell you, oh, you have this gate, you have this fear of your body, and like that's what you're here to embody. And like that is a really shitty way to use human design. You know, it's not helpful. Yeah, it's just not, it's not real. Like that information is here for you to have awareness and then to rise. But the thing is, you know, with all of these things in your design, 
they are chosen by your highest self, by your soul. And they're kind of here for you. And your job in this lifetime as a human, now that you are human, is to use your free will to be in alignment, to accept yourself exactly as you are. And that's really what all of human design is about is knowing who you are so that you can accept, like truly accept who you are and to know that there's nothing about you that's bad. It's just that maybe you've been embodying the lowest vibration when you can choose to embody the highest vibration. And then Mm. any quality that you are is 100% a beautiful gift and blessing that you are to give Mm -hmm. to this world. And with that awareness, you can then say, okay, I'm choosing to love my body and everything that I do. When I'm dancing in the kitchen, making dinner, I'm choosing to love and celebrate my body and my physical form. When I am at work, I love and embody like this beauty and love for myself. When I'm working with my kids, when I'm driving my car, when I'm grocery shopping, all of the things you can then say, okay, I know what my highest potential is with this gate and this gift that I have, and I'm going to embody it and lean into it in everything that I do. And that is when you are giving that gift to the world because everyone around you then feels that everyone around you then sees that. So whether you become a teacher or nutritionist or not, or your, you know, your job is something else, that doesn't matter. It matters that you are leaning into this gift and everything that you do. And that alone is you giving it out into the world because your children see that your coworkers see it. The people at the grocery store feel it. And that is what giving it out to the world. That's the work of giving it out to the world is literally just leaning into it in every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and so, that maybe then leads into a job, right? Because someone else feels it. They're like, oh my gosh, can you teach me more about body acceptance and body love? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't, I didn't even know I did that. But yeah, I guess I can incorporate that into my work somehow. And then that's how those steps are taken that lead towards your life path and your dream job and all those things. Mm-hmm. Because you're literally just leaning into the things that you're here to embody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not always telling people, I love my body and I do these things to honor my body. And I've been on this whole journey. Like you don't have to necessarily tell people that in order for them to feel it from you. Like the way that you teach the world and change the world is to work on yourself and to raise your own vibration and to embody your highest potential. And then it is communicated to people through your aura, sometimes without you even opening your opening your mouth, people just physically being around you can feel how clear your aura is because you've chosen to rise and to be the highest vibration of your gifts. And that energy empowers and inspires other people without you even speaking. So it's really the most Mm -hmm. important thing you can do is work on yourself and really take responsibility to be the highest expression of who you're here to be. Um, the next gate that I want to talk about is gate 15, which is a really interesting gate. It's the gate of extremes. So if you're looking at your body graph, it's in the G center on the bottom left-hand side. So if you have a black or red half line right there and that little 15 circled in, that means you have gate 15, which is the gate of extremes. And the highest expression of this um, energetic trait is to be fully accepting of the extremes within yourself. So that's like with your physical sleeping patterns, like let's say you sleep 10 hours tonight and then tomorrow you sleep three hours and that's just how your natural flow goes. And to be able to accept that and be like, I just follow my natural way of being in this world. And I accept those extremes within myself. I don't feel like I have to be consistent every day, but instead I can just let myself be and know that Whatever amount of sleep I got this night is perfect for me. And whatever amount I got the next night is also perfect for me. And the more people with this gate can accept that variety within them of all of the different ways they naturally flow and change, the more they can embody that um, this gate and be able to teach people in the world to accept diversity within themselves and also the diversity within the wide range of humanity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This gate is really amazing because it has the potential to, um, you know, it's just about accepting your own extremes as far as, you know, your routines and your environment. And, you know, one night you get two hours of sleep, the next night you get 18 and one 
one day you work 18 hours, the next day you work two. Um, and, but just doing that and saying, I fully accept my flow and my extremes and where I'm going and changing. And I don't have to be like anyone else. Um, when you do that, it stretches out into such a bigger category of the world of like accepting diversity in other people and accepting how we're all different. It's so powerful and that it's so simple, if that makes sense. Like the simplicity of saying, it's okay. I love myself for drinking coffee one day, but then only drinking tea for the next two weeks and then going back to coffee and that's okay. And that's fine. Um, accepting those extremes in your own life. So simply subtly, energetically stretches out to other people, accepting that within themselves and then accepting that within other people. And it's so insanely needed and powerful in this time in our lives, in the shift to the new paradigm, just accepting that little part about yourself. You can see how just doing that work does the work energetically on a large scale and shifting Mm -hmm. us in the new paradigm of accepting other people and all their differences and and all of their diversity and extremes Mm -hmm. themselves. So it's like, how are we going to change the world? How are we going to shift this new paradigm? What is my role to play? It doesn't have to be a big role. If you don't want it to be like your, your career or whatever it can, it's literally in those little things that you do energetically that energetically affect other people. And the gift of this gate 15 is accepting yourself. So that way others can accept themselves. So that way they can accept others. Mm-hmm. Like That is fucking powerful. <laughs> it's such a like, ripple effect too. Like it starts with you one little drop of water and then the ripples get bigger and bigger and reach further and expand yeah. to like these bigger emotional overall issues instead of your one little like routine sleeping pattern. But it is like, a ripple effect. Yeah. And it's, it just goes to show how we are all so powerful mm-hmm. and how it doesn't matter how many people are on this planet or how, who's doing what first or last, or if there's 5 million people doing things like it's literally, you are so powerful just in accepting your own extremes and not judging yourself and not saying, well, this person does it. And well, this book said that everyone who's successful has to do this. And this podcast said that you have to have a morning routine or else you're a piece of shit. Like <laughs> it's like, because there's so much stuff out there. I mean, even in the spiritual community, you know, like you have to meditate every day or else you're not spiritual right. or you have to, you know, all of these things. And just that subtle thing of you saying, no, I'm doing this. This is what I want to do. It's going to change and flow. Yes, I'll meditate one day and then I won't for the next year. And like, that's my extremes. Like that little thing goes so much further than you can even realize Mm -hmm. when you stop judging yourself and you Mm -hmm. stop um, being so hard on yourself and you just accept that you change and you flow and you're different. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared also has this, he actually has the whole channel 15, uh, to five. And he is, he is a great example of this. Like <laughs> you will go and be like, I'm so into working out every single, uh, hour. I'm going to do a hundred pull-ups on my fingertips to strengthen my forearm strength. And he'll be like, oh my so God. Into it. like so extreme, like not just like, I'm going to do some pull-ups today. Like he's like every hour on the hour, I'm going to do a hundred until I can no longer use my fingers. And then like in a few days, he like won't work out ever again for a month or two months. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Okay, cool. That was your natural flow. And to know that like, whatever that natural flow was of those extremes, like, great, do it, go for it, play with it, Mm -hmm. let it just be because it's just for fun. It's just for life. And the more you can accept that, the more like Shana was saying, it can ripple out and change everyone. And if you have this gate, gate 15, um, the lowest expression of this can be if you're judging yourself, you're judging these extremes, you're trying to abide to outside expectations and having this resentment for yourself or judgment of yourself for being so um, different every single day or every single hour, every single month. So if you find your, if you have this gate and you find yourself trying to force yourself to wake up at a certain time every day consistently, just 
bring awareness to those things and say like, it's important for me if I have gate 15 or channel 15 to five, it's important for me to allow myself to have these extremes. This is my gift to the world. I, the more I can make friends with this, the more I can accept this, the more I can lean into this, the more I can help the world with ease. Right. And like, that is the biggest permission slip anyone has ever given anyone. Like if you Mm -hmm. have this gate, like just be you, just let yourself be all the things that you are. It's your sacred purpose in this world. Um, and that, like, like that's a really freeing, beautiful thing. So now that we've kind of talked about certain gates and channels, I mean, there's so many varieties. It's really important for you to know your own and to dive into them. But those were just some examples that you guys could see and um, some common examples. So a lot of people would have those channels and gates. Um, but now once you really know your channels, your gates, these are what they are. This is the highest expression. This is the lowest expression. Now that you know those things, what can you do every day to really embody the highest expression in kind of a universal way? This can work for everyone. Um, And that's really what we are interested in. You know, we want to help people have awareness of what your gifts are, but we also, what's the next step? Like how do you integrate these things into your life and how do you every day help yourself to really rise and accept and embody the highest vibration of these traits that you are. And so that's kind of, that's our whole inspiration for why we made our boxes is because we wanted, okay, you know, this information, it's amazing. It's life-changing. How do you integrate it into your life? How do you make rituals? How do you set time every day to really connect and be intentional with these things? Mm-hmm. And also how, how, what are the things that you need to remind yourself to do them? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Because it's going to look different for every single person. And, um, to us, it was really important to have tangible things to remind us. So even, you know, the printed charts in the book that explain your channels and explain all of your things, being able to to feel, touch that page, to write on it, to highlight the things that you want to remember, to take notes and to come back to it over time to say, okay, wait, what were the highest vibrations of my channels again? Oh, okay. Okay. That's what it was. Got it. I remember now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the items in the box to really, like Dana was saying, to have ritual, to set intentions, Um, and for some people that might just mean, you know, having that reminder, setting it on your nightstand and seeing it like, oh, that's a reminder for me to embody this energetic trait that I have or Mm -hmm. carrying it with me in my purse. Oh, that's a reminder that I need to clear out and just let that go or that I need to hold space for that. Or this is just a reminder for me to be present every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can use it in just an easy breezy way, but you can also use it in a really, deep and ritualistic way of like sitting down, having, you know, meditation with this item, programming it with your intention or with your energies of the highest vibrations of your energetic gifts. Like you can go as deep or as shallow as you want to go. And each are perfect. Each are beautiful. The whole point And what we're passionate about is that you have something to use in whatever way feels good for you. That is a reminder to help you to be present, to help you to set intentions, to help you to be the authority of your own life versus allowing life to just happen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so you don't need anything to accept awareness and to embody your highest expression. Like that's, that is the truth. Like you don't need anything to do these things. You can start doing your strategy and authority and live in alignment. And that's amazing. But we truly feel for our own lives to, to help us keep going deeper and keep embodying these things to have physical items that are high vibe that have these subtle energies that help support us and are beautiful and are connected and, um, are intentional. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's really as far as you want to go. Hmm. Yeah. And like, all like, yeah, exactly what you're saying, Shayna, like you don't need anything outside of yourself to be your highest potential. You don't need anything outside of yourself to start living in alignment. But 
we live in a really intense world with all of these things going on and all of this conditioning and all of this input all the time and stimulation from media and TV. And like, if you're not, if you don't take time to be intentional, these things can get kind of swept under the rug and they shouldn't be. They're so important, you know? And so like my favorite thing that we have in our boxes are essential oils for our authorities. Um, because so much of your, your channels and your gates, you're using these gifts with your strategy and authority, right? So your strategy and authority is going to bring you naturally to the right places where you can utilize these gifts and be these mm-hmm. things out into the world. So it is so before we're, you're even getting into your channels, it's so important to embody your authority, your unique decision-making. And we wanted to make something that helps you kind of celebrate that and really bring in your presence and your physical senses to like, this is what I feel like when I'm using my authority. So when I, so I have emotional authority, for example, and our emotional um, authority oil blend, we put all of these different plant essences in it that help you to activate your, your solar plexus chakra And they help bring in the emotions of like patience and clarity and feeling that neutral feeling so that you can make a decision. So whenever I have like this big decision to make in my life and I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed and I'm like, shit, I need to use my authority. Like, how do I really do that? I bring out my essential oil for um, emotional authority and I like put on the oil, just opening the cap and putting it on my skin. Like it's all, it's a ritual, you know, that slows me down and says, okay, now I'm taking this moment to honor myself and to shut out the rest of the world and to get present with me, to bring my awareness to my body, to my way of doing things. So it's, when you smell the oil, like it smells delicious. And there are these plant essences in it that are really high vibe and that are teachers to us. And while all of that is true, there's another thing at play and that's me taking time to be aware and stopping and having a ritual where I say, this is something that I do within myself. This is something that's important to me. This is something that I take time to do. And so the oil has all of these amazing properties in it that really can support you. But at the same time, it's prompting me to use my awareness and to come back to my truth. And that's what it's all about, right? It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's a physical metaphor that's mirroring this internal work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why like my favorite item is the chakra crystals, because for me, I'm really connected to stones. I'm really connected to crystals and having ones that are beautiful and that are high vibe and are look cool is really important to me, but also ones that are each representative of each of the chakras is really helpful when I am feeling either disconnected from something that I is inherently mine, like maybe my self identity and my my G center, or maybe I'm feeling like I can't speak my truth, even though I have a really defined throat center and I, or I feel like my voice is being quieted, um, in some way, I will just grab that, that chakra stone and just carry it with me as a reminder, feeling it in my pocket, feeling it in my purse, just seeing it during the day, setting it down near my computer as I'm working, setting it down near me when I meditate or when I drink cacao in the morning. Um, or if I go on a walk, just bringing whatever one or two or three or all nine with me for the day. Um, <laughs> <All nine. laughs> yeah. Like really is a reminder to me of, okay, I am feeling, uh, I'm, I need a reminder to use the highest vibration of this center. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm using it for. Or I can even set them on those centers if I'm meditating, but what I typically like to do, which I know that that resonates with a lot of people, but for me, it really resonates for me to carry it with me or to set it by my computer as a reminder of, oh yeah, let me remember I'm carrying the spleen chakra with me. Let me remember to release any fears that I might be picking up, release any fears that are, do not serve me mm-hmm. and let me instead just embrace the openness of my open spleen of being able to feel people more deeply in their body and being able to be there for them physically 
So it's just a reminder of saying, okay, I have this awareness now of my open centers and my defined centers. And these chakra crystals help remind me to, oh, wait, am I living in fear? Let me just keep checking in, keep staying present, mm-hmm. keep being aware of how I'm utilizing these centers within my own body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me with the chakra crystals, one of my like biggest gates that are channels that I have in my chart is gate one to eight. That comes from the G center and connects up to the throat chakra. So a lot of times I like to bring those two with me, my um, G center and my throat chakra. And I like to keep them out in front of me and look at the like sacred geometry that's engraved on the bottom of the chakra crystals and really let that be like a celebration, a reminder to me, like I have this gift of these two things connecting, of me sharing my unique creative way with the world. And I like to bring them out to celebrate, you know, to bring awareness to that gift Mm -hmm. that I am here to give to the world. So there's so many ways that you can use them. And it's not really about the chakra crystals, even though they're so amazing and beautiful, it's about you. It's about what does this thing inspire within you to bring out to the world? Like, how can you use this to be more intentional? How can you use this to really be more aware and present and grateful for who you are and grateful for who you're not in this lifetime? You know, grateful for your openness and really being able to let that go. And another thing that we have in our boxes is Palo Santo. And we talk about this all the time. We love it. It's such a beautiful and sacred um, tool that we have to be able to burn these plant medicines or herbs. And this goes back, you know, in so many different cultures, burning something creates just the smoke from burning something creates negative ions, which are super healing. And they can clear out any harmful positive ions that might be in your space. Burning smoke is really a powerful ritual to be able to stop what you're doing create space, clear the energy, and to use that time to set an intention to say a prayer so that you can start over. And when you create space like that in your daily life, like let's say you're working on something and you're working really hard, you're doing all your things, putting in all that output, and then it's time to stop and transition into meeting with a friend at your house, having tea or something. And in order to stop that energy of working, working, working and to set space, clear the energy, open for a new transition and really allow yourself time to get present and clear and intentional about what you're doing next. That's where that Palo Santo is a really amazing and beautiful tool. Do you need it to be able to do those things? No, like you can just use your awareness to, to stop and create space, but Having these tools is such a beautiful, supportive thing that really connects the physical world, your senses and your body with your internal awareness. It's interesting because like what you said about what does it bring forward in you? Like for me with Palo Santo, it really like, I do feel like I need it because the the act of stopping and burning and smelling the scent and the smoke and, um, you know, putting it where I feel needs clearing, like whether that's around myself, around like under my feet, under my chair, like around my doorways, around my windows, like in front of my computer or microphone or whatever, that intention of deciding where I want to put the smoke to really helps me to feel clear and Mm -hmm. feel cleared out and to release things that Mm -hmm. are not mine and to give gratitude. Like it's so connected to me. Um, even just in smelling that scent, you know how, if you smell something, sometimes it brings back a certain memory for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you can smell someone cooking and you're like, Oh, my grandma's house when I was four. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's for me, it's like that, like just smelling the scent. It's like this, Oh wait, am I present? Am I checked in? Am Mm -hmm. I releasing what doesn't what doesn't serve me? Am I, you know, trying to embody gratitude Mm -hmm. and the physical thing of it really does help me tap into the energetic thing Mm -hmm. of it. Totally. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. I'm, I'm obsessed as we all. (laughs) (laughs) And every time I burn Palo Santo, I always ask to clear. I always set intention to clear any fear 
that's there. Any fear vibration, any low vibration. So I'm constantly choosing many times throughout my day to release that fear and to only have the frequency of love and to only have the frequencies of gratitude and to really check back in with everything that I am and choose that higher vibration again. So that's really what this whole episode was about. Um, We did want to talk about your channels and your gates, but we also want to talk about just choosing the highest expression of yourself and being the highest um, vibration that you can be out in this world. So with these two steps, you know, it is really important, like we said, to know your channels and your gates. So if you don't really feel like you have a solid grasp on what your channels and gates mean, we definitely encourage you to get a reading. It's so worth it to know, to really have clarity, like, okay, these are the things that I am here in this lifetime to be. And how can I lean into them every single day? So if you're kind of confused about what your um, channels or gates mean, we definitely recommend getting a reading. Also, if you find a good resource online that tells you what those gates or channels mean, then great. But a lot of the gates and channels, when you look at them online, it really only tells you kind of a more negative expression of them. or a. Mm -hmm. um, And so it's really important to know that no trait that you have, no cha- no channel or no gate is ever supposed to be a negative thing ever. It's always supposed to be a, a blessing and a, a gift that you have. And it's just, it's really important to have awareness of what the highest expression is so that you can embody that. So if you did want to book a reading with us, Shana and I do our readings together. And we really like doing that because we can give you both of our take on what your gifts are and how you can embody them. And doing a reading is really cool because we can give you, we can answer any questions you have or clear up any confusion because human design is so heady. Like you can take it so many different ways and misinterpret it. So we really like being able to make sure that people understand how these gifts apply to your life and how they're being manifested in your reality. But also, you can go to our website, daylunalife.com, and get your box, your Dayluna box that has your printed chart, that has all of your um, gates and channels written out so that you can physically go back to them, put it on your counter, see it every day, post it up on your wall, and then have the tools that we were talking about, um, your chakra crystals and um, the different tools that are specifically geared towards you, like your essential oil for your authority and other crystals that are here to support you with your North node or your South or your um, Dharma. And to be able to start bringing awareness every day to raising your vibration and to living in your highest potential and living as your highest vibration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you guys have any questions or just want to chat, reach out to us um, either on our Instagram at dayluna or email us at hello at daylunalife.com. Or you can find out more information, learn more about human design on our website. There's a lot of resources there. And that is daylunalife.com. And we are just so grateful for you guys for this connection and for all of the souls that are wanting to go deeper into their awareness of themselves and what they are here to do with ease and flow in this lifetime to raise the vibration of the planet. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. We give gratitude for you guys right now today. So we love you guys.